welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is Court Winsett. Good day to you all. Good morning, Vietnam! Oh, my word. Everybody's awake now. Damn! You don't even need to ring that bell. What if it's not, what if it's not morning? Or whatever time it is. Okay, in all seriousness, today is Veterans Day, or the day we're launching this. Today is Veterans Day. (laughs) You know, you could be listening to it after, but... We're talking about Veterans Day, and this is a very important day, and through this, we kind of want to give some history. I know that shocks y'all, because I, I like throwing out little history nuggets, but also throw some pop culture in history there. History nugs! Oh, Lord. Now they're really awake. Yes. <laughs> so let's just dive right into this. If you see a veteran or a soldier, be sure to thank them personally for their service in our country. Veterans Day is a well-known American holiday, but there are also a few misconceptions, and so hopefully from this episode, you learn something and you make sure to share this and not mess up on such an important holiday. So, like it's spelled, it's one of those celebrations that, you know, it comes up the important facts. Veterans Day does not have an apostrophe. The holiday is not a day that belongs to one veteran or multiple veterans which is what an apostrophe implies. It's a day for honoring all veterans. So no apostrophe needed. That's your little grammar nugget, okay? So if you're writing your Facebook post, whatever it may be, get rid of the apostrophe. You don't need it. Veterans Day is not the same as Memorial Day. A lot of Americans get this confused, and I've actually seen people go, well, we have Veterans Day and Memorial Day. Like, really, what's the difference? And then Armed Forces Day. I'm about to explain it to you. I'm about to drop some knowledge on you. It can be very annoying to all the living veterans out there if you don't answer this properly. So Memorial Day is a time to remember those who gave their lives for our country, particularly in battle or from wounds, and they suffered and passed away. So we are having Memorial Day for those that were killed while active, while fighting, whatever it may have been. Veterans Day honors all of those who have served the country in war or peace, dead or alive, although it is largely intended to thank living veterans for their sacrifices. Also, don't confuse it with Armed Forces Day. Actually, a a girl that works here, she is a veteran. She is no longer in the military, but her husband is still active duty. And she said one of the things that he really hates is when people wish him a happy Veterans Day. Or thank you for your service, veteran, you know, honoring them on Veterans Day. And he's not a veteran yet because he is still active. So his day would be Armed Forces Day, which honor those that wear the cloth and honor our nation at war and in times and serve for us. So hopefully that helps you right off the bat with this episode, really break down some of those common mistakes that we make. And I don't know if you are like me, that when you're talking to someone who has sacrificed to try and take care of our nation, you want to say the right things. And so hopefully this helps answer some of that. Okay. We do have some movies that we want to talk about that uh, are great movies to watch to honor our veterans and just great movies in general about the armed forces. So, Court, you want to start us off? Because I've done a lot of talking already. (laughs) Okay, so uh, we're just going to do this round robin style. These are basically just some great movies, uh, war-related, army-related, armed forces-related movies in one way or another. We're tying it in. Um, And the first one on the list is Saving Private Ryan. Phenomenal. Mm. Great movie. Black Hawk Down. 
Uh, awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and keep in mind, I've never, uh, I've never served. I don't know. I, I don't know the accuracy of any of these films as far as like what, it, whether they're realistic or not. Yeah, I just, these are just purely are just pop good, culture. Yeah, yeah, these are just good movies. Um, okay, next is Patton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Okay, now I do know that this one is is not real because you know it, it, it's it, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, next is American Sniper. Top Gun. Awesome. Yeah, great movie. A Few Good Men. An Officer and a Gentleman. I love that movie. Uh, it's got one of my favorite lines in it. I quote it all the time. Um, <laughs> Unbroken. Yeah, American Sniper. Oh, I got American Sniper on here twice. You do. Apparently, you just loved that movie. <laughs> okay. The Hurt Locker. Behind Enemy Lines. Three Kings. And Good Morning Vietnam. And so our last one actually wasn't on the original list, but uh, David Pickler told us about this one, and it, it sounds very interesting. Sergeant York. So this was 1941, and this was about Alvin C. York. He was one of the most decorated in World War One, and actually he was from Tennessee. And it was that he was very much against holding a gun, and his preacher finally told him, if you are going to help and kill in the in, for, for the good really mm. then it was okay and there is a monument um what cam i think you researched it nashville yeah capital grounds of nashville yeah so very cool a tennessee guy uh interesting okay also um since that's only 14 because american uh, american sniper I know, I was doubled twice, sniper. <laughs> i'm gonna throw another one in there that i can't believe we left off and that is uh the bridge over the river kwai which is an old one but uh, it, it is a classic war movie. I have a couple on, honorable mentions. Okay, I'm throw going them off out. script here. Uh, did you all see 1917, a recent war movie? Um, World War One. Yes, actually, I did. I watched it in a hotel room in Oregon. Yeah, it's made to look like it's one sh- long shot, like no cuts. Oh, it was cool. really good. And then I know this is a mini series. But it's worth mentioning Band of Brothers. I was just mm-hmm. thinking that, that is one, a yeah. phenomenal show. Well, um, we also left off the. You, you mentioned the guy that didn't want to shoot people. Uh, there was the guy that didn't want to shoot people. That so he became a medic because he he didn't want to use a gun. He was right. opposed to it. So uh, gosh, it was it, it starred Andrew Garfield. I think it was called Hacksaw Ridge. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think actually I think we did a, a, a mark in the movie there. We did, and Mel Gibson directed that film. Oh, okay. Yeah. Clearly, there are a lot of incredible miniseries, yeah, TV can't, shows, I mean, movies. You can't even like we just did a pebble. In- exactly. Okay, so Veterans Day honors all men and women who have fought for the United States of America. The U.S. Armed Forces consists consists of six branches: U.S. Air Force, U.S. Army, U.S. Coast Guard, U.S. Marine Corps, U.S. Navy, and. U.S. Space Force. Mm-hmm. The Space Force is the newest addition to the armed forces, and this was a uh, Donald Trump put this into place, signed the law, December twentieth, twenty nineteen. So it's very brand new. Very, very similar. It, it's evolve. Its evolution probably will will be very similar to the evolution of a lot of the other armed services. That it, branches have grown out of other branches. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, we had a, effectively a space force that was a division of the air force. And so basically this is just like, okay, now you're, you're your own branch. And have you seen their uniforms? Their uniforms are like straight out of Starship Troopers met meets like Star Trek. It's (laughs) crazy. That's so cool. Very cool. We'll have to throw a picture up for the, the launch of this episode. Okay. It's time to get into some history. You excited? 
Oh, Katie, I, I love your history <laughs> lessons more than anything. I think it's fascinating. Okay, let's go. History of Veterans Day. World War I, known at the time as the Great War, officially ended when the Treaty of Versailles was signed on June 28, 1919, in the Palace of Versailles, outside the town in France. Fighting had ceased seven months earlier when an armistice between the Allied nation and Germany went into effect on the 11th hour of the 11th day on the 11th month. For that reason, November 11th. 1918, is generally regarded as the end of the war to end all wars, and yes, what we know now as Veterans Day. But it wasn't always Veterans Day. So November 1919, President Woodrow Wilson proclaimed November 11th as the first armistice day with the following words, to us in America, the reflection of armistice day will be filled with solemn pride in the heroism of those who died in the country's service and with gratitude for the victory, both because of the thing from which it had freed us and because of the opportunity it had given America to show her sympathy with peace and justice in the council of the nation. The original concept for the celebration was a day observed with parades and public meetings and a brief suspension of business beginning at 11 a.m. Very fitting. Yeah, absolutely. But then World War II and the Korean War happened. So on June 1st, 1954, at the urging of veteran services organizations, Congress amended and changed from armistice to veterans. So the day would honor American veterans of all wars. Dwight D. Eisenhower officially renamed it Veterans Day in 1954. Bang, cool. Yeah, and then in 1968, Veterans Day was changed to the fourth Monday in October. What? But then it was changed back to November 11th in 1975 by President Ford. What were they even thinking? Why did they go to October? I I don't know, but so you had from 1968 to 1975, it was on the fourth Monday in October. It's very... 60s, 70s, it makes sense. Very strange. Smoking weed. I don't know what was going on with those people. So obviously this is a U.S. holiday, but Canada and Australia both call November 11th Remembrance Day. Canada's observation is pretty similar to ours, except many of its citizens wear red poppy flowers to honor their dead. And in Australia, the day is more towards what we know as Memorial Day. But it's very cool that those two countries still, you know, honor what we are honoring. Great Britain calls it Remembrance Day, too, but it observes it on the Sunday closest to November 11th with parades, services, two minutes of silence, in London to honor those who lost their lives in war. So again, that's where I think a lot of times the the confusion between Armed Forces Day, Memorial Day, Veterans Day kind of blurs because other countries still remember this day, but it's they observe it a little different than we do. So veterans are people, we've said this before, they're people who served in the military, Army, Navy, Marine Corps, Air Force, Coast Guard, Newly do y'all added remember Space that Force. commercial? Do y'all, do, do, or was that was that strictly from my childhood? There was a commercial for the Armed Forces of the United States, and it was Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and, and it was just like I kind of remember that. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as of 2019, there were 12,987 living veterans who served all through World War II, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War. Veterans Day, which pays tribute to all this veterans, living or dead, differ from Memorial Day. I hope I drilled this to everyone's head right now, that they are different. In 2017, and some of these numbers, it's hard to get updated, but 2017, there were 
about 1.9 million female veterans in the U.S. As of 2019, the states with the highest veteran population are California, 1.56 million, Texas, 1.46 million, and Florida, 1.44. Most of the veterans are over the age of 65, which is about 61% of all veterans. Veterans roughly make up about 11% of adults experiencing homelessness. That was really sad to see that statistic. But it's, you know, it, it falls into that 70% of veterans experiencing homelessness also experience substance abuse and 50% live with mental illnesses like PTSD. And we all have heard a lot about that. But I feel like from what I can see as an outsider looking in, I think that we're getting better about taking care of our veterans and trying to get them help after they come back from war. But obviously, it's something that we need to do better. These people are taking care of us and really having the ultimate sacrifice. We need to take care of them. And the fact that so many of them are homeless, that that just breaks my heart. That should that should shouldn't happen. That's not right at all. I couldn't have said it better myself, Katie. It's just it's so important. And hopefully this episode just a little bit to help educate people. So this was another really cool fact I found out about the song God Bless America, which I feel like everyone should know and everyone's heard so many different places. It debuted on the radio for Veterans Day in 1938, although uh, Irving Berlin wrote it in 1918. It was another 20 years before he changed the lyrics and turned it into the patriotic battle, battle, ballad, excuse me, (laughs) battle on the brain, the patriotic ballad we know today. That's really cool. So he wrote it in 1918. It was launched Veterans Day 1938. It was debuted on the radio special on November 10th, the day before Veterans Day, and was performed by the first lady of radio, Kate Smith. She became best known for her rendition of this song. So now when you hear God Bless America, you have a little history behind it. I think that's really cool. The motto of the Department of Veteran Affairs is a quote from Abraham Lincoln. To care for him who shall have borne the battle and for his widow and his orphan is from the final paragraph of Lincoln's second inaugural address. Every year on Veterans Day at exactly 11 a.m., a wreathing ceremony is held at the Tomb of the Unknowns in the Arlington National Cemetery. And I think this is one that um, David Pickler actually got to be a part of. Yeah, yeah, and I was there. In 2016, we were heading up to New York to do our national anthem sing-along with a public school in Queens. But on the way, we stopped at Arlington National Cemetery. Um, beforehand, we you know we had been ex- uh, selected as one of the guests who could lay a wreath, and it's a very intense process. They have to approve you. You have to select the correct type of wreath, the, the correct messaging. But anyways, we got there, and it was a really cool ceremony. You know, it's very quiet. There's a lot of respect and honor going on. But David walked. He hung the wreath right in front of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. It was powerful. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I I remember seeing the pictures, but hearing you describe it, that's kind of how I felt from looking at those pictures of how important and ceremonial that it is in making sure that we are honoring those people. That's right. Yeah, and the wreath, it had our our foundation, the American Public Education Foundation logo on it. So it was pro-public education wreath that we laid there. Very cool. The first Veterans Day parade was actually held in Birmingham, Alabama, of all places, Birmingham, Alabama, 
1947 and remains an annual tradition there. So if you are anywhere in Alabama and you go to that parade for Veterans Day, it was the first and it's been around since 1947. Okay, Court, I've done a lot of talking. Why don't you talk about some war and some of these soldiers and some statistics? <laughs> um, okay, so let's start with the largest number of U.S. soldiers, soldiers to fight in a war. That was uh, during America's participation in World War II, that from 1941 to 45, there were more than 16 million U.S. service members that fought around the world wow. during that war. Um, the Debar Department of Veterans Affairs estimates the following number of people who served in each war. Vietnam, 8.7 million. Korean War, 5.7 million. World War I, or the Great War, 4.7 million. Desert Shield, Desert Storm, 2.2 million. The Civil War, 2.2 million. Spanish-American War, 306,760. The War of 1812, 286,730. The American Revolution, 217,000. Indian Wars, 106,000. The Mexican War, 78,712. I do want to point out one thing that is at least is not on this list that I see. Um, the most American casualties in a war happened in the Civil War. That's right. Yeah. Because it was U.S. Americans versus fighting U.S. Yep. Americans. So. Yeah, absolutely. And then you had those people that were playing music and they were just, they were right there on the front lines. And I mean, so many that go into it with a war that it's a soldier, it's it, the medic, it's mm -hmm. um, the reporters, honestly, you know, yeah. people that are on the front lines trying to report of what's happening and send back to their loved ones. Mm -hmm. So eight ways to express appreciation on Veterans Day. Number one, show up. Attend an event in your area. Not just to get together with your friends or an excuse to, you know, if you are off work that day. But go to a parade or a service for veterans. Go somewhere. Or, or you know what? There are so many incredible museums out there. And it's one of those, sh like, World War II Museum in New Orleans oh, is man. incredible. Yeah. If you have not gone. And they keep growing. I remember going when they first opened and it, I was blown away. And now it just, they keep adding buildings after buildings after buildings and just the experience and really, oh, incredible. And, and Washington, D.C., of course, has a lot of cool memorials, but the World War II m Memorial is just impressive. Yeah, it, wonderful. That's one of the newer ones. It's it? one of the newer ones yeah. and it's uh, wreaths representing each state that go in a huge circle. Wow. At nighttime when it's lit up. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Okay, number two, donate. There's several wonderful organizations that you can donate to. So if you are blessed to have a little bit of extra money in your budget, then if you could donate on Veterans Day, that'd be wonderful. Number three, fly a flag correctly. There are proper rules for displaying your flag. And so you want to make sure that you are absolutely very respectful. I know I proudly wave an American flag in front of my house. And if it starts to get tattered, then I got to take it down. And just making sure that if you are going to display an American flag at your house or wherever it may be, make sure that you brush up on the proper etiquette of taking care of the flag. Number four, ask someone about their service. And, you know, David, we were telling him we were doing this episode and he added something to this. We, we rattled off our war movies and he said, 
something great that someone could do kind of echoes with this. Ask someone about their service. But if you happen to have a neighbor or a relative or someone you know, ask them if you can record their story. If you can either with a video do it or audio, but just to capture their story of what they went through and their personal experience of it, because that's something that is history and you want to hear what they have to say and be able to share that with future generations. Another one would be write a card, an e-card, a letter, whatever. Thank someone, reach out to someone who is a veteran. Number six, uh, don't confuse it with Memorial Day. I hope you got that across on this episode. Do not confuse it with Memorial Day. And I'll add, don't confuse it with Armed Forces Day. Number seven, visit a VA hospital. Obviously, you know, make sure you check ahead of time what the restrictions are and if you're allowed to, but that's something to look into or see if you can drop off goodies to the hospital or something. And the last one, get outside with a veteran. Um, We talked about the homelessness and about the sometimes mental um, issues and PTSD that can come with that. But if you could maybe, if you've got that neighbor or that family member, get them outside, take them out for a walk, go for, you know, go on picnics, hang out with them. Because on the flip side, sometimes a veteran doesn't want to share their story. So be respectful of that. But just spending time with someone and being there for them is another thing you can do. You can also organize care packages. Most importantly is teach your kids. Tell them about the importance of this. Maybe tell them about the history. And um, I do want to talk about something that we, uh, or we, that David Pickler was involved with is probably, what, 15 years ago? I'm not sure of the time period. It's been a while, but he actually worked to give 28 men their high school diploma. And these were men who were pulled out, could not graduate high school because they were fighting in World War II. And the cool part about these diplomas is it had the high school they were going to graduate from, but their original name. For instance, it wasn't Germantown High School on theirs. It was, do you remember the name? I can't remember what it was, but it's like what here in Memphis we know is our Germantown, Bartlett, Collierville. They did research to make sure it was the correct name of what that school was when this individual would have graduated. And so they did this at the Rock and Soul Museum in Memphis and were able to honor 28 men with their high school diploma. Talk about chill bumps. I mean, just emotional that you could give them that diploma. So very, very cool. So there's there's ways that you can get involved. Um, I'm kind of going to skip to one other thing. Forever Young Veterans is, I think it's just local to Memphis. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Forever Young? So they work with veterans and they actually uh, do trip of honors where they'll return senior veterans to the place where they fought as well as going to D.C., And a wish of honor is actually when they'll grant wishes to those in final stages, um, whether it's a a life wish or a military wish. But I know this is a wonderful organization. Our law firm has done a lot of um, pro bono work to try and help these veterans and really get involved. But just very cool and spiritual to be able to take these veterans back to where they fought. And I know Normandy, all, all kinds of things like that. But, uh, Court, again, I'm talking all the time. Why don't you tell us about wearing a red poppy? Oh, Lord. Why would you have <laughs> me describe the whole wearing of the red poppy thing? Because you get war, and then I'm balancing you out with, now you can tell us about wearing <laughs> a red poppy. On Friday, we wear red. Well, also, apparently, in support of a veteran, you can wear a red poppy to show support. 
uh, of veterans and active duty service members, um, the American Legion Auxiliary uh, distributes red crepe paper poppies on Memorial Day and Veterans Day nationwide. So the poppies are all handmade by veterans as part of their therapeutic rehabilitation. And donations received in exchange for the flowers go directly to assist disabled and hospitalized veterans in our communities. So contact your local American Legion office to find out where you can get one and display it proudly on Veterans Day this year. Very good. You did a good job, Court. I'll let you read the next quote. On this Veterans Day, let us remember the service of our veterans and let us renew our national promise to fulfill our sacred obligations to our veterans and their families who have sacrificed so much so that we can live free. Dan Lipinski. And then uh, JFK. Ah, yes, I get to say that one too. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. That's a quote I can get behind. That's a great John F. Kennedy. Okay, so we have talked a lot about Veterans Day. Hopefully you have learned something. I know that this episode really taught me about the proper use of not having the apostrophe and really understanding the difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day and Arms Force Day, but also the cool nugget about uh, God Bless America (laughs) and the origin behind that. But I guess, once again, I'm kind of wrapping up before we get to bullseye. Well, I mean, how are we going to bullseye this? We're going to not bullseye, and it's just thank you, everyone who has served. Thank you for those that are considering serving, and I know that that is an ultimate sacrifice, and we would not be where we are today if we did not have those that dedicate their life to protect us, and those that... You know, whether it's for a couple of years or it's their whole life. But thank you so much to everyone. And I hope that you consider taking some of these steps, these eight different options out there to really honor a veteran and get involved and hear the stories, educate yourself, go visit museums, whatever it may be. But thank a veteran. Thank someone who is currently in the military because they will one day be a veteran. So just do, do your part. As JFK said, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. And I think that's with everything. It's, it's nice to put a Facebook post out there, but do something else. Don't just put a Facebook post out there. Get involved. Make a difference. I think that can be said about every issue that is important in this country. Absolutely. You I know. know. I- putting it on Facebook isn't accomplishing anything. Ladies and gentlemen... There's the closing bell. You've made it to the end of yet another very special episode of The Bullcast Podcast. If you liked what you heard and you'd like to hear some more, please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service and sign up to have our voices beamed directly into your ear holes every single week. If you'd like to find out more about me and Katie and the bo- and the podcast, please feel free. I you were about to say and the boss. And the bods. Um... <laughs> If you'd like to find out more about us, you can go to our website. That's bullcastpodcast.com. We have Instagram. That handle is at bullcastpodcast. And we have Twitter. That handle is also at bullcastpodcast. And finally, although I can't really recall, I don't think we mentioned it specifically today, Katie and I work at a financial advisory firm. The name of that firm is Pickler Wealth Advisors. You can imagine where that Pickler name came from. It's David Pickler. Uh, Our boss, if you'd like to find out more about that firm... Our amazing team and our amazing boss, David Pickler, please feel free to go to picklerwealthadvisors.com. 
That's advisors with an O and not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, I have given you everything that you need to go forth and be merry. So please, remember us fondly. My name is Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cameron. And we are done today. Thank you. <laughs>